0: Studio with us this morning from the Warren Henderson Farm Bureau. We do have Manager Gina Sandberg. Good morning, Gina. Good morning, Vanessa, and President Jake Armstrong. Hi, Jake. Good morning. Hey, we've got some sun coming. I like to see that. I was just kind of wondering. I was like, what
1: does a blue sky look like? It's been a while. Yes.
2: Yeah. No, it'll be good. Um, I'm torn. It's nice to have 40s and 50 degree weather, but it would be nice if it would just freeze so I could quit walking in the mud around the elevator. But I guess I'll take the warm weather.
0: It it is what it is. Yes, yeah. yeah Jay, kind of uh, catch us up for a minute. Uh, Talk to Ron Moore earlier this week on the air. Uh, this moisture is going to be very good for our soil.
2: Absolutely, uh, one good interview. I enjoyed listening to that earlier this week. Uh, Ron did a good job. Uh, just kind of given the situation. If you haven't listened to that, I would highly suggest going back listening to it. But yeah, the tile's running that feeds my pond, and uh, that's not a site we've seen for most of 23. Towards the end of it, it started trickling in again, but uh, moisture has been good. Uh, it's good to catch up. Um, the one thing I will say, uh, after a year like last year where it was super dry and people are worrying about it, I just have you know, Lance Tarcione in my head saying timely rains are more important than getting the subsoil perfect. So um, just because we're having a good start doesn't mean we can't have problems later in July and August when we're doing grain fill and pollination. So uh, we need both to be successful, but so far we're starting the year off right.
0: Okay, well that's good to know that we're starting it off right. Yep. Yes, we're we're conscientious of the dryness yep. that you heard Ron reference and many reports have referenced so we are keeping our fingers crossed that we don't end up with a a a dry growing season right right okay how about your livestock just like Ron. That was fun, wasn't it?
2: No, no not it at all. Not. I, my heart goes out to those livestock farmers out there trying to do things, whether it's keeping waters going or checking for calves or even having calves right now. Um, I couldn't imagine it. That's why I do prefer the big steel bins. They don't produce anything and you just keep away from them this time of year with all the snow melt. Sure. It can be a little dangerous, but um, yeah, it's, it's just kind of a muddy mess going out loading trucks and trying to get semis going in the cold and, you know, those battles do exist as well for non-livestock farmers so anytime you get below zero degrees life just gets hard for being an outside worker
0: absolutely that is a great statement right there whether you're a line worker trying to restore power uh or your idot or you're digging holes contractors you got it yeah Mm -hmm. gina how about on your farm
1: yeah i i mean things have been going pretty well like jake said it's i mean there's no livestock that we have to take care of but the moisture has been nice Um, i can't say the very very cold temperatures we had for a long period of time have been nice but like jake said i listened to to ron's interview a couple days ago it was very good and i know he was talking about the potential for a dry summer so i thought jake just worded it very nicely that moisture is great and we are excited to have it but timely rain is very important so to be determined on how this next growing season will go.
0: Okay, how are things at the Farm Bureau?
1: They're going well. Uh, Winter's kind of our planning slash meeting season. So I wanted to send out a few reminders, um, both of some upcoming events, as well as my first thing, Uh, there's about a month left for students to submit applications for scholarships. So I wanted to send out a reminder about those. And all of the information I do talk about is available on our website whfarmbureau.org and so the iaa foundation they offer scholarships and their system is kind of one where you submit an application and that kind of gets you put in for the multitude of different scholarships they have available Um, and again information is available on our website the deadline for those iaa foundation scholarships is february 15th so high school seniors or those who are in college currently uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. If you're interested, be sure to um, check out those IAA Foundation scholarships and then our own Warren Henderson Farm Bureau Foundation scholarships. Those deadlines are a couple couple weeks later, February 29th. <clears throat> and Those scholarships are um, available to again high school seniors and those who are currently involved in college so if you are a member or a dependent um, and are interested in continuing your education in agriculture or a ag related field of study please check out the guidelines to see if you would be eligible to apply for our scholarships and then lastly the Warren Henderson Farm Bureau oversees the Evelyn K Titus Memorial Scholarship and again the deadline for those scholarships matches up with our foundation scholarships february 29th and those Um, scholarships are available to one high school male or female senior who are um, going to study agriculture or a consumer science related field of study and the nice thing about the Titus scholarship is if you are awarded that and remain eligible that is a guaranteed four-year scholarship of a minimum of $1,000 so lots of good scholarships out there both locally (coughs) I know I've heard on the radio the Tri-County Cattlemen's I think March 15th is the deadline for their scholarship So we have information on our website about the scholarships I just mentioned, but also some other various local scholarship um, opportunities as well. And I do know personally of some people that have really taken to applying to a lot of scholarships, and they have darn near covered their whole tuition.
0: You're absolutely right
1: opportunities out there, and I think it's very um, awesome that there are organizations that are willing to support our students.
0: I think you're 100% right on the money, pun intended. You guys have been doing this for decades.
1: Yes, and so the... The foundation was started in 1992, but scholarships were awarded for the first time in 1994. And I don't remember off the top of my head, but, um, I mean, we're around about $300,000 that we've been able to give out over the years. And um, especially the last 10, 15 years, we've been blessed with... um, gaining families who have added memorial scholarships and um, gaining support to where we're giving out good chunks of money. And I think it's really a testament to how, you know, 30 some years later, we've built and have a very strong foundation, which we are very proud of. I love it.
2: Yep. I say it every year. We're well-funded, um, and we want to give it away. We don't want to hold on to it. Um, we're responsible with it. Don't get me wrong. We don't go to zero, but we give out as much as we can so we can be generous and yes. help out uh, our community that we're called to help.
0: So. And the dues are due soon, right? Um, It, it kind of depends. Um, okay, I got mine. That's why. Yes. Yep, yep. And there's a spot on there that you can donate Correct. an extra 10 or $20 to this program.
2: Correct. Yes. Just right a one-time donation. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, uh, yep, on your due slips, there's an opportunity to donate to the foundation or to our Ag in the Classroom program. Um, next up, I wanted to be sure to mention that registration is now open for our Women in Agriculture Conference. Um, this conference is hosted by about 12 local county farm bureaus, and we work hard each year to put on an all-day conference that um, we hope that local women are able to attend. And this year, it is again up in Rock Island at Bally's. Um, uh, it's a casino, but they have a conference center. and
0: We're not going to be in the casino?
1: (laughs) Unfortunately not. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Do that. But it is an all-day event. It begins at 8.30 and will wrap up about 3.30. There's a great lineup of speakers. If people are interested, again, whfarmbureau.org or um, has the information, has the link to the website. There's a a full listed agenda, um, full listed bios of speakers. Um, There's information about each breakout session. But I did want to mention that some of the breakout sessions this year will include topics such as aquaponics, landowner rights, tax law and planning, local food markets, and mental health on the farm. And as I mentioned, registration is now open. If you register between now and February 29th, it is $70 to register. After that, it goes up a little bit the closer you get to the conference. But um, we do encourage people to check us out, see if this is something you'd be interested in. We have about 200 people each year. We have some sponsors who set up exhibit booths and we take great pride in this conference. And It takes a lot of work to put on this conference, but we do really um, take feedback we get from this conference and try to hone in and have sessions that are very important and um, timely to what people want
0: to know about. Yeah, those are good topics. Yeah. Okay.
1: And then lastly, I did want to mention that coming up in February, again, Illinois Farm Bureau and Country Financial are hosting emergency planning seminars. And so um, Mike Pearson, who was the former host of Market to Market, and he currently anchors this week in agribusiness, he is going to be um, one of the keynote speakers at this Um, At these seminars and there's going to be four throughout the state, but the one I wanted to highlight it that is closest to our counties is Thursday, February 8th at 5pm in Rock Island. Um, And so these seminars basically are going to cover if a crisis happens or something happens on your farm, whether it's, um, you know, weather related or if just a se- severe disaster, or if it's you know life-threatening farm accident, just kind of things that people should be aware of and maybe things you can do to um, be preventative, but then also if this does happen, how, um, how you should go from there. But I did wanna uh, mention as well that on Monday, February 12th at 10 a.m., there is a virtual option offered. So if you'd like to learn this information from the comfort of your own homes, feel free to look into this again information on our website we'd be happy to get you registered and um, i think this could be very again very important for people and just the winter is a good time to kind of reflect on hey how can i be better prepared how can i work to have a good upcoming year and this is something that um, they've heard about they've heard feedback on and that people think is important. So it's something that they are trying to do. And then there will be something, someone from Country Financial, again, talking about these disasters and then how insurance can play into this as well. So how you can be best prepared. So we wanted to be sure to mention that to everyone. And again, if you have any questions or are interested in attending, feel free to reach out to us um,
0: at Warren Henderson Farm Bureau and we can get you set up. And coming up next week, Rachel Guype and Sally Waddell at the, uh, uh, Henderson County, uh, Raritan, St. Pat's, I mm-hmm. believe, is where yes. they will be having their um, their uh, lunch and uh, speakers next mm-hmm. week. So that's all set up too with their Country Financial team.
1: Yes, and I know they're very excited and have a good lineup of speakers, and that's looking like it should be a great day next for or great day next Tuesday for them. So very excited for that and looking
0: forward to how that goes. Okay. Anything else from your end, Gina? Not that I can think of. Okay, Jake. How about you?
2: I think we're good. I just want to reiterate the uh, the emergency planning. You know, you don't think it's important until a tornado hits your town, and then you got to figure out how in the world do you get rid of a couple hundred ton of steel. So uh, these things mm-hmm. do happen. Um, it's best to think of it in advance. And one thing when we went through our tornado, it was amazing the resources our insurance just had, and we didn't know about. Um, so it's always good to reach out to your insurance company and say, hey. If this happens, do you guys have a contractor for this? Or do you know of, or am I covered? Or, you know, whatever. You know, we kind of got caught by surprise on a couple things and a couple things surprises like, oh, yeah, nope, deal this all the time. We're going to call so and so and they'll come reclaim it and it, no big deal. So, you know, things you think might be headaches aren't and things you don't think will be headaches should be could be that you just don't know of so that's true I encourage you to be that I so. was
1: gonna say you speak like you've um, had experience with this Jake yes
2: <laughs> yes it's it's something that we now have a pretty robust emergency plan yeah. <laughs> so.
0: yes well in that day that you walked in and I don't know who gave us the picture but yeah the picture of your before the tornado your uh, elevator property yep in Cameron was uh, it was just right there on the wall I didn't know what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Chick's like that's my place. Yeah, that's
2: Cameron. That's what so, that is.
0: Before the tornado, A
2: long time before the tornado. And so.
0: now that proudly is displayed at your place.
2: Yep, and that's a good talking piece with a lot of our customers. They'll look at that and it's like, holy cow, what year's that? It's like, well, I don't know. You helped me figure it yeah. out because it was it was pre-tornado. It was pre when we built this bin, yeah. but we had built this shed, so it was kind of in these years. And you know, so and so's house is still standing, so it couldn't have been that. You know, it's just a fun conversation uh-huh. piece, and I appreciate you giving us that to it but it yeah it's neat to look back um and just see how things have changed over the last 10 years i've been at the elevator
0: and i don't know how long it was here because i found it in a back office yeah when i got here in 2008 and was putting pictures up that that, around the building and so i don't i don't know how yeah. long that's been here
2: yeah it's a uh, it's an older photo i'll say that much i mean early 2000s is my guess because we had put up a wet bin that wasn't there in 2011 sure. so it was pre that but we had our newer fertilizer shed so and that got tore down in you know 02 03, or it rotted out is probably a better word to say <laughs> it tore down. so
0: well you guys go have a good rest of the week it's gonna be muddy jake sorry about that but the temperatures will take them in the sunshine yep
2: yeah. Absolutely. Dry out. Absolutely. Thaw out. Absolutely. More like it.
0: Mm -hmm. All right, Jake Armstrong with us, President Warren Henderson Farm Bureau, and Mm -hmm. Gina Sandberg, the manager, also with the Warren Henderson Farm Bureau. It is